to Oasis Hold. Um, this morning we're doing a, a, a format that we use on other occasions. We call it a sofa talk. Um, we, we're looking for some new sofas. <laughs> You, you do end up being rather low, so we, um, we thought we might look for a couple of chairs that are slightly higher than the rest of the people, but uh, it's all right. Uh, you can hide there anyway, because no one can see you. Um, but we also use Mentimeter. If people haven't used Mentimeter before, um, Mentimeter is an online system if you've got a smartphone, um, where you go to menti.com, uh, you put that code in, and it's a way where the congregation, the, the should never shouldn't use that word, do we? Us um, can can give comments. I'll ask a question. You can give some comments and what your thoughts might be on something, and they come up on the screen. That's the warning. Uh, they come up on the screen, but they don't have your name on them, uh, so you can say whatever you like. It doesn't say um, John Bauer says. But it's a very useful way of giving feedback and for, for us to have a, a general discussion as opposed to a, a thing from the front where we are telling you what we think, if that's all right. So um, if you want to go into that now, if you have a phone, um, menti.com, that's the number. And if you need the Wi-Fi, that's the Wi-Fi there as well. So uh, we're doing a little mini-series at the moment, which is just two weeks and then... Next week, we have something called a Partnership Sunday when we're looking at our church and how we can support each other and uh, volunteer and be part of what we're doing. Um, and we're looking at church. And last week, we looked at a metaphor of church as family. And if you remember Claire, uh, and if you haven't read it, read it, listen to it. It's actually on our podcast series. If that's our podcast series. Uh, come and have a word with me or, or anyone else, we can do that. But we were looking at church as family, and that was the concept of being a place to be safe, a place to belong, a place to be loved, to be welcomed, a place of community, being at home, that, that sense of we are, we are a family together. Um, and nothing today I'm going to say changes any of that, I absolutely assure you. Uh, but what we want to look at is, uh, and as we've sung in a way, that sense of being active, taking what we have here out uh, into the worlds we work in, the worlds we live in, uh, our streets and our communities, um, and making a difference. So when I, when I say being active in this context, it's about taking what we have here and our faith and taking it into the world. Um, and it struck me, I wrote something down here, and then, you know, I write things down and think, do I actually believe that? I'm not sure. Um, I wrote down this, perhaps to consider that we cannot be family, we cannot be truly family if the result of our family doesn't cause us to look out into the world. And it struck me, um, um, I, have, I have a growing family, nuclear family, um, and little ones arriving. And at one stage it looked, I think we were, were we 17 for Boxing Day? And then my, one of my sons rings me up, or rings my wife up and says, uh, they, they have a Ukrainian refugee or whatever you want to call living with them. So they know we have 17 for Boxing Day. And he rings up and says, Dad, would it be all right if Sveta, her name is, if Sveta comes and joins us? 
and your immediate reaction is, hold on, this is family, this is us, we, 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 we'll shut the door, no, you can't have anyone else in. And then you think, no, that's completely the wrong way. Family, if family is going to be truly family, both in a, a physical sense, but also in church, it has to be open to other people to come and join us and to look out. Um, so, the challenge I've got, and we'll come to talk in a minute, if church as family is the only metaphor, if the only way of looking at our role as God's people is that family sense of being secure and safe and you know, loving with each other, then we risk being just a cosy club. Lovely when you're in, but irrelevant to the outside. And we become non-inclusive. So it's a really weird one. We could be inclusive and say, anyone can join us. Yeah, we are, we are absolutely inclusive. Whatever you are, whoever you are, wherever you've, whatever you've done, whatever your characteristics are, come and join us and be part of our family. But once we're family, we shut the doors and we're all lovely together and everyone else can forget about life. It's like an I'm all right, Jack mentality. And I, I think, I'd hope that our view would be that that's not um, where we are. And if you read the New Testament, Jesus spent three years with his disciples. And, and, and when I say disciples there, I think we're pretty clear now that that disciples is not 12 men. There were 12 men, but there were also a much bigger group, including a lot of women who were very, very close. So don't just think of disciples as 12 men. Uh, that group he was with, almost the first church, Jesus called these people together, called them from where they were, and that's the first church. And they, I'm sure, had a time of being loved and supported and taught, and that the relationship they had with Jesus and each other was very good. But what was the last thing Jesus said to his disciples? It wasn't, stick together, chaps, or look after each other, or make sure you get together each week, look after the sick. Now, all those things I think he did say, in paraphrase, but the last thing Jesus said to his disciples, though that group that he had nurtured, was go. Go, Matthew 28, go into the world. Go to all people, all nations. Go and change the world. Make disciples. That, and that's, of course, what they did. They went literally to the ends of the world, as was known at the time, and they changed the world. So, yes, it's lovely to be a family, but the command of Jesus was to go and I don't think that's geographical, by the way. I don't think we're all required to um, become missionaries to you know, in, in that great Western empire view that we from will go out from Britain and become missionaries around the world. That go is like a, um, it's a state of mind, isn't it? Go into the world and change it and make disciples of it. So that's the background. And we're going to use Menti, and we're going to speak to Steph, and we're going to speak to Mike and ask some questions. And some of those questions are going to focus on the world of work, so going into workplaces and making a difference. But please don't, if you're not in that situation of having paid employment, please don't then shut off, because everything we're going to say, 
I'm sure is relevant, not just to a place of work, but to a, a community, a family, your street, and everywhere else, wherever you join together elsewhere than, than, than here. Um, so, so please don't just think, oh, if I'm talking about work, it's not relevant anywhere else. So, first thing I have, let's see if this works. Thank you, John. So, here is the question, and it's quite long, so I apologize for that. Um, should we as church look out and seek to make a difference to society? And I'm sort of hoping the answer to that is going to be yes, by the way. So, if yes, why and how? So, if people want to think about that as we're talking and make comments, should we as church look out and make a difference to society? And if the answer to that is yes, which I hope, why do we do that and how could we do that? So I'm going to ask, um, who wants to go first with that question? Um, so the, f the very first one, and, and the, there are some more questions more specific, but should we look out as church? And if so, how do we do that? If you, if you just press it in, press the top one in for three seconds. Yep, that's that's working. So good. Okay, I mean the the, the answer obviously is yes. Um, I think the reason why and uh, is because we should be making a difference. I think um, I don't know whether people can see the little badge that I'm wearing. Um, I don't know whether you can see the letters on it, but it says FTCW. So I don't know whether anybody can guess what that stands for. Ruth's not allowed to answer because she knows. What is it again? FTCW. It's full-time Christian worker. Whoa. And, and I, I got this badge at a seminar at Spring Harvest, but it's getting on for 20 years ago now. Um, and it was a seminar about, um, it, it was a former marketing manager called Mark Green who was presenting it. And uh, it was all about um, how everybody is a full-time Christian worker, whatever they're doing. And I'll say a bit more about this later, I think, in answer to um, further questions. But what he said was that we, those, everybody, not just people that are paid full-time to be Christian workers or sort of wear a dog collar or, or whatever, but we're all in the world and we all leave a trace and we all influence uh, the world, and uh, that's that's really why we should be in the world, doing what we're doing, whatever it is, and um, uh, bringing um, our Christian values into those situations. Yeah, I think the same, really. I think that, um, I mean, yeah, I think over, over recent years, I've tried to really just boil it down to the essence of Jesus and how he walked on the earth, which was to be among people um, who weren't part of a cosy club, who were um, a, a genuine makeup of society. And I think that that is why as a church, we must look out and we must go out um, beyond our four walls, but just following the example of Jesus to me, which is compassionate, which is compassion and, um, loving those who have been excluded. Thank you. 
it, it's interesting, the very first response here, and it's great when I get these responses because I've no idea who they've come from. Um, as a support and a resource, not trying to change individuals. And, and that's something that we've, as church, have changed over probably 20 years. Those of us have been... And, and, and I give the example of that. We used to have... I won't, I won't go into the detail. We used to have a ministry supporting certain group of people in, in the city. And, and one of the challenges was some people, their concept was we just need to support that group of vulnerable people, full stop. Whereas that some people said, well, we need to support that group of vulnerable people so that they can become Christians and they can come into church and be changed. And, and I, think, I think where we've got to, and this is what other people think, is that, no, that's not the concept of going out. The going, we don't go out so that they can be changed. We go out because, as, um, as it said elsewhere, love inspires us. The love of Jesus inspires us to go out into the world and make a difference, not for any purpose, not that that they may become like us, heaven forbid, but just because that's the right thing to do. And, and I think that change has made, certainly for me personally, made a very big difference. I, I would say for me, when I first became a Christian, I was probably more of that mindset originally, which, and that was very much part of the church I was part of at the time. And they had this this like sort of slogan about reaching the least and the lost. And I used to feel like, oh, I'm really, really inspired by that, but I would really feel quite icky about that now, like the least and the lost, like as if we weren't the least and we weren't the lost. Um, yeah. So I think my, my journey into sort of social justice and social action and doing the work I do now probably began from a place of charity and wanting to... Um, yeah, like help people, but with sort of with a with a view to them joining my faith, and I'm completely a, a different place now, and and um, yeah, would would feel more that the the love of the love of God and the, the image of God in all in all humans in all of us inspires that um, rather than wanting to change anyone. Thank you. I'll come to some of the, the questions in a minute. I'll, I'll put the next question out there, which is uh, for, for Mike and to Steph. How has your faith and being part of different churches for many years made a difference to your working life? Should church and faith and work be kept separate or are they inevitably intertwined? How does your faith motivate your work? Now, there's an awful lot that you could write an essay on that, so apologies for that. They, they, they had got the questions beforehand, by the way. I'm not just dumping on straight away. So either of you, and it might help to, um, I, I was about to say you might be retired, Mike, but given you're a full-time Christian worker, you can't be yeah. retired, can you? You're so. always a full-time <laughs> Christian worker, I think. But, but maybe a bit of context yeah, of what yeah, your working and, life has and been. And I'm not fully retired. I'm sort of, I work sort of part-time these days. But when I went to this seminar uh, that Mark Green ran, uh, I, I was very much full-time. I was in charge of the finances of the local mental health trust, mental health and community trust. And I was really challenged at that seminar because I'd, I'd realised when he was talking about in your work, be, be an influence, sort of leave a trace, sort of uh, be Jesus, if you like, in, yeah. in your work, that I'd compartmentalised my life. I did lots of things in church and then I had my work, which I enjoyed and... 
I, I, I made a living from that, but I was separating the two things out. So it really challenged me. I went back after that and, 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 and sort of, I was asking God really, how can I bring the two together? And God just provided opportunities. So um, I mean, a couple of examples was um, that I was already, because people knew I was a Christian, just because there's, there's a lot of Christians in the NHS, actually. And so I'd bump into people in church life that I bumped into people in the trust, so they knew I was a Christian. But um, I, I, was, I, was, so I was a member of a group that was, that was called Spirituality and Faith, which was across sort of the whole of the NHS kind of in this area and had chaplains on it and representatives from other faiths, but also kind of nurses and, and doctors and psychologists who, who, who were Christians. And um, I was then asked to chair that group, so I took, I took that on. And we did, I, I think we did a lot of really good work looking into sort of how, how, how faith actually improves your health and improves recovery from ill health and, and, and that sort of thing, and, and how doctors and nurses can be supported in... Um, in, in sort of uh, integrating their faith and, uh, uh, and their, their sort of clinical work. Uh, so that was one thing, but I also got to know the chaplain very well, who you may have, have bumped into. Um, and we started working together and, and she wanted to run alpha courses in, in different parts of the trust and she started doing that and I got involved in one at the, the headquarters and all of a sudden, kind of, it, it seemed to come together um, they, they seemed to be a blurring between my life, my church life outside of work and my working life um, at, at, at work and my faith was starting to become, and people then sort of looked to me to kind of almost be a, a lead on, um, on, on how faith can be integrated with healthcare. Um, but I could talk. I could talk for ages about that, but I, so I won't do. But that was, and, and I, I, I mean, I, I left full-time work in 2009, and, and then worked self-employed and part-time. But I'll come on to that later, and about the sorts of things that I, that I did then. But it was that integration yeah. between um, work and, and, and out of work life and it even if even if you don't work you'll be doing things where um it's some some of what you do will be churchy um some of what you do will be outside church but it's about bringing those together and just not compartmentalizing and that's what i was challenged about thank you can you remind me of the question again <laughs> i think i know I how is your faith in being part of different churches so both both your faith and church working out from your yeah. church uh, for many years made a difference to your working life should church and faith and work be kept separately or are they uh, inevitably yeah, yeah. intertwined yeah. <clears throat> how does your faith motivate your work so I think I'm probably best answering how does my faith motivate yeah. my work but I've so most people know but I'm a social worker I've, I've been a social worker for 15 years but I've done various things within that um but at the moment I work with unaccompanied refugee and asylum seeking children um and it's I think that many years ago I think I've sort of felt this this call if you like whatever that means but like a pull to working with people from other um nations that's how we would have called it back in the day yeah. um but i've sort of realized more and more that god has put in me um like compassion to work with people in that situation and i feel 
I love sort of the imagery and the metaphor of like a wellspring, like a like that God being like a source inside of us that we can just give from, give out of. Um, so it's not that I particularly ever share my faith with anybody I work with. I probably wouldn't do that anyway. Um, but I feel like God in me, the compassion that I feel um, called to and sort of resourced by um, motivates the work that I do with, with the people I've worked with. And I think that the work I do is sometimes very draining and very emotionally challenging. And I sort of get to, while it's a huge honour, it's also can be quite traumatic, the things that you have to listen to and mm. support people with. And I feel that my faith definitely helps me to process that and sort of, um, yeah, keep soft-hearted in all of that and it's the song we sang isn't it god you be my everything yeah. be every part of our lives it's not just about a sunday morning not just about how you pray or you sing or you worship it's every being my working in every part of my life um i'll, I'll, I'll come to the things I'll, I'll give an example of for me and it, it's I, I work in a very hierarchical business um and an industry where your entire purpose in life is to take the next step up you know and we I have I, th I think I can think of at work almost like six levels of different places and it's all about moving on up and then also the privileges you get with moving on up um, and it's like a car parking space or a the right to come and have a coffee at a certain time or even the right to use a coffee particular coffee maker um, and, and 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 it's really interesting because I've one thing I've done is what you pick up from church. So I would trust we're not hierarchical. Um, Claire does not have the right to park in a particular car parking space, do you? I don't think. And the, I don't think there's a special coffee machine for Claire in the corner, um, or if there is, she's not told us about it. Um, but because, because of the way we live out our life here, which is we're all here just for who we are, and we're not hierarchical, there's no bosses in that sense, it's not, do you know what I mean? The way we live our lives here, I take into my work, and, and I've tried to sort of break down barriers and break down those things that they, everyone else wants to try and put up, and say, this is the way we do it, because this is the industry we work in, and you get here and you, you, you do you know what I mean even even how we call each other you know I, I I came to work and when I started work um the the the, the, the position I'm in now I would have been called Mr Gilbert um but no one would dare call me Mr Gilbert because I'm I'm Ralph and do you mean that sense of taking what we are here in our faith and how we work out our faith in church and trying to take it into a different situation and trying to make a difference in that in that one and I suspect we do that all the time all of us without actually thinking about it because who we are here is reflect church reflects who we are and, and we, we we act differently because of it um, so I've got one further question. Let me go to these, and, and there's a real common theme to these. Uh, fortunately, the answer is yes, most of them, which is good. Uh, loving your neighbour will lead to a positive difference in the end. Uh, 
I love the bit about it actually changed us. We go into the world and love our neighbour, it changes us, doesn't it? Which I think is great. Uh, love inspires us to act. Uh, we can all make a difference where we are. That's right, in our neighbourhoods, schools, workplaces, where we volunteer. It's not about work, it's about everything we do outside of, out, outside of here. Using our abilities we have in our working day lives, which is great. Um, Oh, it's a challenging one. This we could have more influence as the wider church. We sometimes act corporately as a group rather than just as individuals, e.g. changing the rhetoric on immigration. Yeah, we'll come to that in social justice in the next question. I know one thing we are keen as a church and leadership team to do is to build our connections with other churches and like-minded churches in this area because that sense of being stronger together i think is is a real a real real one um because christ has no hand or feet but ours we sometimes focus on only the supernatural power of jesus forget the most what he did we can do too uh, we take jesus out don't we uh into the world um Whilst we in church support each other and to grow together in our faith, that's for the purpose of enabling us to include all who want to explore faith in a safe and inclusive environment. Absolutely. Um, if we compartmentalise, is it too easy to act in ways that are not consistent with our faith? To justify not acting out of love because of what's expected at work. Absolutely, I, I think I could take that as a, a message for myself, and I'm sure many others could as well. Uh, yeah, I love the idea that our faith and what we learn from each other as church and from God changes us, and the way we act in our daily lives and with others. Again, I think that's absolutely right. Thank you for those 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 thoughts. Um, Right, let me, next question, if that's all right. Again, it's a bit wordy, but I'm sorry. Um, has your faith influenced how you see the world? Should we get involved in social justice or other areas we are passionate about? Should we as church and individuals be political or party political? Who's going first? This, this is an interesting one for me, actually, because my lovely wife, Ruth, um, is is actually sort of more political in a way than I am with a small p. She does a lot of kind of signing of petitions and writing to MPs and, and sharing things on on social media. And and one of the things we did on our previous church was uh, run a group called a Big Issues Group where we looked at political issues from a, a Christian perspective. And it wasn't necessarily popular with everybody in the church, was it? But it was something that Ruth felt really, really, uh, really strongly about. And together we sort of ran this group, and it was it was it was great. Actually, we enjoyed it, didn't we? So, so that's part of the answer, really, which is probably more answering the question. Yes. I think when I gave up full time work, and I, I fairly quickly sort of fell into sort of project work where I could earn a bit of money from doing sort of projects as a sort of self-employed management consultant. But I was quite keen to look around for what I could volunteer to do. So getting involved through volunteering sort of, and I, I think that is political. It's kind of a, it's being active in, 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 in different areas. And um, I think it was partly my mother's influence. I mean, I was brought up in the Northeast. So 
So my mother always called me ma'am. So, and, and my ma'am used to volunteer me for things. So I used to play the piano in a local prison on Sunday mornings because as a teenager, she'd volunteered me to do that. And I went off to university and came back and the first, the first break back home from university, she'd volunteered me to do that again while I was at home. But it, it kind of, I think it put in me a sense of sort of volunteering to actually do things and make, try and make a, 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 um, a positive contribution through volunteering. So I, I looked around when I had a bit of flexibility with my time. I'd always yeah. wanted to be much more flexible about with my time rather than working sort of um, more than full time really in, in a very pressurized work. And so the first thing I picked up on was, was Street Angels. Um, in Princess Avenue and yeah. uh, managed to get involved in that where we patrol and I mean to begin with it was mainly patrolling and, and, and giving people flip-flops and bottles of water and ringing for an ambulance if somebody was blind drunk or injured or whatever and we trained in conflict resolution and first aid and that and and I, 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 I'm to be honest I really enjoyed doing that but it, it then brings you into contact with people that would otherwise have been outside your, your, your kind of normal sphere uh, of, of contact so uh, we more and more started to support homeless people um, and provide them with 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 coffee and tea and and some food on a on a friday and saturday evening and um, it brings you into contact with people with severe mental health problems with addictions and um, with relationship problems and people that are worried about being homeless and 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 you begin to empathize and, and realize what what's actually going on from the point of view of, of those people so it does naturally become political and it, it also bounces back on your own faith because by having contact with these people you realize that you've 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 come up with a very sim simplistic judgmental elements of belief in your own sort of christian faith that really is just is just wrong really if it, if you're going to model christ's behavior of being totally inclusive and mixing with everybody uh, which you got into trouble with um uh, 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 with the pharisees and the sadducees and the religious leaders generally then you you, you need to have a completely accepting non-judgmental faith so so the volunteering it, it i think it is quite political um, and uh, the, the Open Doors was the next thing I got involved in, which is working with refugees and asylum seekers. And again, that's not popular with everybody, but again, you begin to understand them and, yeah. and their situation and their difficulties and how difficult it is coming uh, to the UK and, and why they come to the UK and, and how the system doesn't really help them and actually treats them really badly in, mm. in all sorts of ways. Um, so you, you inevitably become political. Uh, and, and then the other things I've been involved in is, is like the whole truck theatre, which is, a, a, it's a, I'm a trustee there, and, uh, but that's voluntary because it's not paid. And they're, they're completely inclusive. They're, it's a big thing, really. The Christmas show has sign language and deaf actors in, and, and they, they had a, a premiere of a middle child production, which was where all the actors were trans. And, and, and they're really, po really positively inclusive about everything they do. And again, I'm, I'm quite proud of being involved in that inclusivity, but equally it's had quite a big impact on me to change yeah. my views. And they know I'm a Christian and, and it's kind of, again, not compartmentalizing things. But um, So I wanted really to sort of promote volunteering. And I mean, what I do at the moment is, 
is is um, volunteer on a Tuesday evening at the open house warm space, and uh, Ruth's been doing volunteering you know, during the day uh, at open house on a particular project, and um, I've, I, and I get involved in planning applications and consultations, and I did consultation yesterday about cycling and walking, and he's driving consultation and just doing those things so i like to be kind of active rather than sort of openly political but i mean i think it, i yeah. think that sort of thing um is political actually and, and it works as i say it works both ways i only thought of this this morning it's not just me being a christian and influencing things it's actually that contact bounces back on my beliefs and my christian faith and my outlook on life yeah. and and change it and changes me so Thank you. I, I don't know if you realise, Ruth, but I almost kept Claire has written down something like "big issues dash Ruth." So you, I, I suspect you've just been volunteered. Um, I, yeah, I just I really do also love the idea that as we um, do all of this, that we are also changed and that it changes us and things that, like Mike said, reflect back on our faith as well. Um, I think, in my experience, um, I, th I think it's, I found it impossible not to become political. Um, I found it impossible to compartmentalize um, the, the, the things I hear and see every day in my job and then not be moved to become political. Um, I don't know whether my political would be the same definition as somebody else's, but certainly I, a bit like Ruth, feel the need to be right into my MP, feel the need to be doing a bit more. And I think that that is, um, it's, that is motivated from, from being with people who share their story with you and being moved by what they've been through. That means you can't, I can't just sit on it. I can't just be the same as I was before I met them. I feel the need to advocate and to speak on behalf of people who don't have a voice. Thank you. And and again, um, a couple of the comments here about that theme about how we, as we reach out and we are active, we are changed. Uh, I think that's come through with the comments you both made and also the, the comments on, on Menti, which is, this is not about us going into the world and being active so that we change them. We do that and we change ourselves. Politic politics is how things change on a bigger scale. So yeah, get involved. And also get involved in things we can do to help individuals while we wait for politics to change. It's funny, sometimes when there's a, a, um, a, a difficult subject that we need to pray about, it feels like I get selected to do the press. Um and and, it, and it's it's really funny because it's like you you walk very carefully, you know, whether it's um, politics or the election or uh, Palestine and and Gaza and Israel, and and you walk very carefully as a church as a charity. We have to walk very carefully because we're not allowed to be party political, certainly. And then just occasionally, I, I, I think I did something a couple of weeks ago where it was like, oh, for goodness sake, I'm not going to be careful anymore. Sometimes you just need to say it as it is. Um, and that's how I perceive it is. I know that. Um, 
but we all do walk carefully sometimes trying not to upset and not be political but actually sometimes we just need to say it as it is and if that upsets some people so be it and and then my other thought was if you look at the organization we have joined um oasis as a whole you know when 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 we were having those discussions one of those things that really attracted me and others to oasis was that sense of taking what they have as church and taking out into the world and they are you know if they run 52 schools and those 52 schools are not the top schools they're not the you know um they're not the comprehensives of the year um unlike one of our schools um they are the failing schools the difficult schools and they've gone and gone to make a difference and you only have to read steve chalk on on twitter to know that he's desire for social justice is up top there um and and so he, he and we learn and have faith and our belief i think must change us just should cause us to um yeah speak out when 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 it's right to do so any other comments of oh, there's another one sorry I've yeah, there's a quote about how we're pretty good at fishing people out of the river, but not so good at going upstream to find out why they're falling in. Absolutely. And uh, I agree with that. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Steph. Um, we've gone over time, so are we, is it all right to finish there? Please do carry on the conversation. Um, and let's talk about how we as a church can... Uh, be active in the world and make a difference. Thank you.